0: Yo, 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 what up, man? Welcome to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. I am Oz here in, in Quakesland. I, Quake I was Quake Quakes Station. I was thinking about that earlier. I know it was the team. I don't know who it was, but I know, definitely know it was the team. Shout out to the Quakes social media team, but somebody tried to do a Quakes Nation thing. Not going to work, man. Not going to work. Anyway, this is Football Without Hesitation. Your look at San Jose Earthquakes. Major League Soccer, whatever. Oh, U.S. Men's National Team today. Uh, how about that? Uh, so, yeah, we're there. we're going to get into that. There was a, the, you know, it's been international break. The Quakes didn't play last week. But I haven't released this episode in several weeks. So we, we got lots to talk about, homie. Lots to talk about. Dude, Quakes, Western Conference bouncing up and down, up and down, up and down. And currently, fourth in the West, 13-10-5. Plus five goal differential, not bad, man,
1: not bad. Um, and
0: shit, but dude, I was much, much more confident a month or two ago, and this this Western race has just gotten tighter and tighter. And ti- I mean, okay, so LAFC, the whatever, they're on their own thing. They're qualified. They're way ahead of everybody. But second. Second and through eighth place is separated by four points, dude, four fucking points. So um again, it, it's it seems crazy there's this the fifty points, you know for those unfamiliar, the 50 points is like the magic number you know that you kind of set that if your team hits 50 points, you have a pretty damn good chance of making the playoffs. Again, seven out of the twelve teams. Oh, that's totally shit, yeah, half well, way more than half of the teams make it to the playoffs, so anyway, fifty points that's that number, dude. that's that number, and again forty two points for l a galaxy who sit in eighth place you know they're out of it. It's the top seven that make it, so right now they're out of it. They do have game in hand. do they have a game in hand that on several people they've only played twenty eight Dallas is on twenty nine Seattle's on 29. LAFC's on 29. Pretty much everybody else is 28. All right. All right. So, um, dude, so a a team that gets 50 points is probably not going to make the playoffs this this year, at least in the West. And shit, the Quakes are again right now sitting at 44, right in the middle of it, right, right in the thick of it. Again, a win temporarily bumps them over Seattle and Minnesota. Vaults them into second place, depending on how then Seattle and Minnesota does, and a loss, a game could, well they can't get knocked. Out. They they can they can go right to the edge, because actually no yeah if they lose and and everybody else wins somehow, yeah they can they can potentially be in eighth place. I'm, this going this is. This is gonna be cool. This is fun. I mean, as a, as a Quakes fan, man, this is this is really nerve wracking. But it's a it's a cool, different kind of nerve wracking as we've had in the last several seasons. Um, I guess too Wait, the 2017 was kind of like that. But even even at that, it was all fucking the panzazo, dude. Like, I don't know. This team has a purpose. This team has a vision. When they go out to play, you know exactly what they're gonna try to do and that's something that um i've never i've never experienced with the quake so this is fucking cool man it's cool but it's gonna be difficult it's gonna be difficult and uh and they're gonna have to win on the road you're gonna have to win or at least three draws is that can you can you pull that off Oh, the four draws, four draws. Quakes have six matches left on the season. Two of them are at home. None of them are easy. None of them are easy. Honestly, the, the, the easiest one, and again, on paper, I guess on paper it would be Portland, the, the final match of the season, but, dude, Portland at home, the last match of the season, fuck no, that's not going to be easy at all. Um. But then uh, besides that, you have a Wednesday uh, RSL. So the Quakes have two matches this week. They play on Wednesday in Utah against RSL. And then Saturday, they're in New York City to play New York City FC, another team that they've never beat, just like Orlando. They got that win in Orlando. Guess what, New York? It's our. It's a turn, your turn. Um. And New York City, first in the East, dude. First place in the East right now easily one of the best teams um, in the league. It's really hard. What LAFC really is having a special season. Um, it, they're the best team. If I fucking, it's cool. Cause again, I never used to have a reason to dislike this team, but now, hey, you're really good. I dislike that cause I'm not, war teams not that good. So, hey, cool. Thank you for that LAFC. But again, propers, you're, you're the best team in the league right now. Um, but anyway, fuck that. We're not talking about that. Wednesday at Real Salt Lake is where it starts. It, again, if you look at these, these final six games, dude. Real Salt Lake, New York City FC, Atlanta United, Philly, Seattle, and then the final one out, Portland. Dude, that's the, the number one, two, and three teams in the Eastern Conference three weeks in a row, and only one of them is at home. Get the fuck out of here! And then you got Seattle and Portland. I got Seattle at home. Okay, but Seattle second in the West. This ain't no fucking chump team.
1: Um, the, I mean, actually,
0: let's look at the form guide. How's Seattle doing? I think Seattle. Yeah, that's Seattle they they lost to Colorado. Huh? How about that? At Colorado, okay. Beat Galaxy, beat Portland, Drew to
1: Galaxy. Oh, they're they're on this pretty they're doing it's
0: an upswing. The upswing for C, uh, for Seattle. But um but yeah, what the fuck? Seattle, cause Seattle's real Salt Lake. They played real Salt Lake on Wednesday. That's who I gotta focus on. Cause real Salt Lake is no joke at home. If you look at the stats. Again, the Real Salt Lake right now is in fifth place, one point behind the Quakes, same amount of wins, uh, one one less draw, same goal differential. So this is this is a crucial match. But what's even more crucial is, okay, Real Salt Lake is one of three teams in the West that have 10 home wins. The other two being LAFC, obviously, and the Quakes, baby. What up? Go Quakes. Uh and yeah, so they're three, ten, three and one at home. Ah, damn it! I, I I took my stats off of here, but they've given up. I believe was it nineteen? They've given up nineteen goals at home, which is third best in the league. This team is fucking good. It's hard to score in 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 uh, Rio Tinto, Rio Tinto Stadium. That's so fucking funny. How are you going to have, and I'm not even trying to get into this, but, um, you know, there's been some whatever racial deals with the women's soccer thing. How are you going to play at a stadium that's in fucking Spanish? And I, I know it wasn't like a, a, a Spanish thing, but how are you going to be racist in a place that's like in America named in Spanish? Hello. Anyway, it's not, we're not here for that. This is not this kind of podcast. We're gonna talk about the Quakes. We got our own controversy going. Will we make the playoffs? <laughs> so anyway, do Real solid Lake real good at home. Um the, the Quakes are gonna be the final match without Matias. And I you know, after seeing the performance, the first two matches they were without him, it's easy to be like, ah pfft. players know what they're gonna do. They know they know what's expected of them, they know how they're supposed to play and then they go out there, and do it. And that's very fucking true. That is very true. But also if you go back to the quakes first game in July against real salt Lake, it was a chess match. It was a damn chess match. Let's see how, what the, the actual shots ended up being, but um, the quakes ended up winning the game. Danny, who's in 93rd minute, Fucking It, it was when they everybody went to sleep. You know, nobody was paying attention. Not even half the Quakes players. And into Espinoza real quick to Paul Marie, Paul Marie to Hoosin, Huzin, Golanzo to win the fucking game. Um,
1: Quakes had twelve shots that game. Quakes had twelve.
0: Real Salt Lake had thirteen. Quakes had three on target. Real Salt Lake had four obviously dominated the possession 64% to 36 uh, dominated the passes but it took a, a, a 93rd minute goal With there was 4 minutes of stoppage time so it was the fucking last hurrah Nick Raimondo's 500th match they think they were going for 3 fucking clean sheets in a row get that shit out of here get that shit out of here Who's in, in the house to fix all that? But anyway, this was not. This was not. Oh, uh, 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 I guess what I didn't even explain, but uh, what I'm trying to get at is so in the 66 minute, uh, Matias brought in Shea Salinas for Marcos Lopez. In the 71st minute, he brought in Paul Marie for Tommy Thompson. In the 74th minute, he brought in Danny Who's in for Judson. And Again, it, it, you know, like I just said, it, it was Christian Espinoza to Paul Murray to Danny Hoosen. Two out of the three substitutions that I made, I made made a difference in in the match. That they 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 were the game winners. Um, so that's one where it was that was a little bit of you know Matthias cranium there, reading the game, thinking about what how he needed a. Uh, to change it up, and he made the right decision. And with him not being, you know, on the sidelines on Wednesday, it can make a difference. You know, again, the 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 Quakes definitely know what they're doing. They're definitely playing way better. I, again, it's not a question of of you know do the do the players know what is expected of them? Of course, but it sometimes those those game time decisions. You know, in game decisions really matter. Anyway, that's that was the, the where I was just like, you look at it on paper, and you look at all these fucking. This has to be the, the, the most difficult stretch, right? No, nobody can have a more difficult run than this. Top three teams in the East, and the other three are all playoff contenders in your conference. All trying to. Two of the three are trying to catch you. Fine, that, that's crazy. Um, so, dude. So, yeah, that that RSL one. You, again, you you got to figure it out. I, I don't know. I I wish I had some sort of motivational speech or or some some trick. Um, and it is how what's Rio Tinto's elevation? That's not too high, is it? But yeah, I wish I had. You know, it's not like the players listen to this anyway. But
1: they're just going to have to figure it out. Rio Tinto Stadium elevation. Is it that high? I know. 4,400 feet. Dude, the highest elevation of any LMLS stadium. Wait, what?
0: Doesn't make any sense. The highest, highest, elevation of any MLS stadium, Salt Lake's Rio Tinto Stadium, coming in second. Oh, okay. God, that's worded so that confused me. So yeah, forty four hundred feet. Okay, we saw what the hell happened in Colorado. Who is apparently the
1: highest? The that's the highest um, elevation of any stadium is Colorado's.
0: What are that? What is this year called? Dick Sporting Goods, Dick Sporting Goods Park. And then um, second highest, real Salt Lake, dude. The Quakes are going to be slightly shorthanded. No Lima, no Yule. They've had plenty of rest. Hell, it might be Nokashi. I don't know how that schedule works out. I think he'll be back. Um, but it's an elevation. So,
1: I mean, so that they, again, they've had time to rest, whoever's available but it, it is at 4,400 feet, and
0: I don't want to keep dwelling on this, but I'm just like, oh, fuck. Oh, it's not that all my confidence is gone, because this, this fucking team can go toe-to-toe with any of these teams now. It's not a concern of that. It's just, it's so late in the season, and it's going to be week after, not even week after week. RSL New York City, first in the East, that's Wednesday and Saturday.
1: Wednesday and Saturday and um, yeah that's gonna be and then you go Atlanta
0: you go know, fucking Atlanta at home Atlanta's giving up nine goals at home this year I mean Mercedes Benz you're gonna have
1: 40,000 50,000 whatever the hell out there um,
0: and then Philly dude Philadelphia Union that team's legit. I mean, again, you got back-to-back at home after that. You got Atlanta on the 21st, and then four days later,
1: you got Philly at home, and then Seattle at home. And then again, you finish it off in Portland, which, which,
0: dude, I know they, they opened that new expansion or whatever, and it, Hasn't been as dramatic, I guess, as as it was expected. But damn, it's it's decision day in Portland. When again, it's in it's impossible to try to guess at this moment where it could be. Portland could very well be fighting for the last playoff position, or they could be comfortably in second place by that point. It, it's it's that crazy. But either way, it's, that's not going to be easy.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And see, this is where, to me, if you would go through this, some people would be like, how could you possibly go into the playoffs? You're going to be, it's a fucking gauntlet that you went through. But at the same time, if I'm I'm on, if I'm a player and I go through this and again, and I'm standing at the end of it, I'm like, what the fuck? We, how, we can take, how far can we take this? We just took on the best challengers of the East. You know, that's one of those teams might very well might be one of the ones in the MLS Cup final. And if they could, you know, all you would, I mean, LAFC is the fucking behemoth standing in the way. But if you go through that gauntlet, and you you have a you know a respectable run through there. Why why wouldn't you go into the playoffs having full confidence? And top four would be cool, man. So for those underwear, uh, the top four teams get a, a home playoff. The number one seed gets a bye. And again, LAFC, no one's catching LAFC. So those uh, two, three, and four positions are really really valuable because. Those are the home. Those are the going to be the home positions. So you do really want to be in there. Currently, the Quakes are in fourth. They do have one of those. If the season were to end right now, the Quakes would, who would they would, they would take on Real Salt Lake at home. Shit, that, that that makes such a huge difference. If we're talking Wednesday at Avaya, even without uh, Almeida. I,
1: I, my confidence level goes up a hundred percent.
0: But RSL and Rio Tinto in the elevation with New York City looming on the horizon. I know the players are not thinking about that, but they know their schedule. If if they didn't, somebody'd be like, "Y'all see this shit? Y'all
1: see what, what's coming up?" But. Apologize, I'm fucking. I don't know if I'm getting sick or I just didn't sleep well last night. I don't know my body's just freaking out because I didn't get good sleep. But uh, apologize if I sniffle a bit. Um, yeah, man, it's it,
0: it's honestly fun. I mean, I, I get to watch all this. I, I get to see the drama happen. I don't have to. I don't have to be on the pitch trying to, uh, you know, trying to deal with it, trying to try to work my way through it. Um, as As a Quakes fan, I couldn't of course, I want them to win most of these games and and make their way into the playoffs. But it's gonna be fucking fun, especially because I know this was last season the and the quakes were playing the way they did last season and you're seeing this final schedule I'm I'm starting to look up the 49ers or something cuz no way no way honestly geez, that would be so such a fucking ass whoop in every match but this season again it those are cuz those are just it's some of the best teams again literally the three best teams in the east at the moment and three teams in the west that are in the playoffs so it, the concern isn't that the, they're the, they're better than the Quakes, and again, some of them mean Atlanta, come on, they're, they're more talented than the Quakes. Let's let's just be real, but that that doesn't mean shit in MLS. Any team can win on any given day, and, and the Quakes have shown. With the exception of LAFC, which again, that second one, that scoreline was way out of whack. It was four to nothing, but that was a much closer match than that scoreline uh, made it seem. That, and the Quakes, when they lose, or a team like figures them out or something, that, that's how the Quakes are going to lose. They, they lose on the counter. They're going to give up a lot of goals when they lose. Um, and that's just the nature of the beast. But most of the time, you know, they win. Um, so yeah, so, so other than that, than LAFC's monster they have going this season, I, I have full confidence. And then the quakes have proven it that they can go toe to toe with anybody. And again, if they go through this gauntlet, if they go through this, the fucking, I'm not even saying, Oh, you better put get put on notice league. The league's going to know the league, the managers, the players, they're going to know what the quakes went through, especially the, the teams in the west and
1: they're going to be talking um also
0: man I just got to bring this up just cuz this is I don't know if I've written about it or or if I've mentioned it on the podcast but earlier in the season I was just like Wando this is the end this is the end he's not fast enough he can't keep up with this new system is it's just doesn't suit his style. Yeah, I said he's a, a, he's a soul, you know, good soldiers don't die. They just fade away. So I was like, he's going to break the record. He's going to break the record at some point in the season. And that's finally, you know, going to get that monkey off his back and the Quakes are going to be able to focus on their game. But one like, fuck that shit, homie. If we're winning, I want to be a part of this shit. So dudes up to 13 goals for the season. Um, at second or third, I think he had 17 at one point. Obviously, he had the 29 goal fucking 2012 magic. Um, but, but yeah, so, so he's at 157 for all time, smashed a record. That was, that was cool, man. Cause if it was like one or two over, it'd be like, oh yeah, he barely got there. Somebody, you know, pretended to slip and gave him the record or something. Like, hell no. This is Wando, like, you've, this is the, this is 2012 Wando almost, almost, a third or whatever, two thirds. I don't know math, but that. But again, big shout outs, obviously to Wando, great person, San Jose legend. The first going to be the first statue that's going to be at Avaya. They better do it right. Um, yeah, because people forever and ever, as long as the Quakes exist, need to know about Wando and what he did here in San Jose and what a great person he was. Cause dude, that's another thing I've mentioned. He's dope as person as well. Like, again, we're whoever's in this area is lucky, you know, to be around the team a lot more than, than people. And is like, I mean, especially Wando. He's so fiery on the pit. Sometimes he, he come across as a jerk. He seems just you know chewing on his fucking, ah, chewing on his gum, getting in the ref's face, just yelling. You know, getting yellow cards for dissent. And uh, some people might think he he's kind of a jerk, but you know. And again, this is I've never actually never met him, but I everything being around him and seeing what he does for the Quakes and for the community, he's just the most awesome person and that's the kind of person you just want on your team and dude that's another i'm not gonna get into it already 25 minutes into the show but the quakes they got a lot of good dudes i was hearing uh was it after uh, quake 70 quake damn it the quakes have a team produced podcast with the, like their event coordinator or something and now they're starting to get more players in, and it, it's they it just had Garam Kashia on, and dude, what a great person as well. What a what a great. I just want to be like, man, mentor me, dog. You, you seem like you you make me feel better, think smarter. Um, and I don't know, you know, being around the Quakes, being the season ticket holder for so long now, uh, it's like it's rarely talked about. But I don't know how you. You know how you judge good dudeness you know, or what team has better dudes but but the the quakes over the years have had some really solid stand up people coming through here, and, and yeah that, that, that's weird it's, it has nothing to do with soccer, no one talks about it, but where's figuring that out somebody they got to go like a psychologist on the fucking team or some shit they're like, yeah, I got this guy not the best on the pitch, but He's the best in your heart. <laughs> well, anyway, really quickly before I wrap this up, I do want to do want to talk about the the Quakes affiliate because, and again, for for those unfamiliar with MLS, there there are lower divisions, or not with I mean, not just MLS but U.S. soccer. MLS obviously is the the first division, the top flight, but there are lower divisions that are coming together. You know, people, obviously people are complaining, you know, a uh, big complaint is that a, a lot of the second division, or well, not a lot, but several teams in the second division are essentially kind of like feeder teams or farm teams for for MLS teams. And the pe get people want promotion relegation is like, how's that going to work well, Portland and Portland two are going to be in MLS. <laughs> That's going to be kind of awkward. Um, So, you know, there's people have a lot of complaints or whatever, but the Quakes don't have like a Quakes 2 here in Salinas like they should, (laughs) but they do have an affiliation with a team in Reno. So uh, from my understanding is that the Quakes run all the soccer operations and a team up there in Reno does the business operations. And again, that's such a basic way of saying it. Uh, I'm sure there's... a lot more rules to it, Uh, but basically the the Quakes, you know, have players down there. Uh Again, Marcin down there. Matt Bersano's down there. Wait, no, Marcin Kowski's on the bench. Anyway, uh, th- they're fucking good. <laughs> it's basically what I'm trying to get at. They're pretty damn good if you have ESPN Plus. You can see all this USL Championship. I'm sure if you have ESPN Plus, you already do it anyway. But I just love going to the whatever's live, and ESPN Plus is. I mean, this is not a plug to them. I don't get paid for plugging it. But dude, for five bucks a month, yeah, every once in a while you just, just like flip it open, flip the laptop open. Oh, what's on? I've watched uh, women's college soccer, National Women's Soccer League bunch of usl championship and it just you just click and it's there and it works really well some i hate some of the times some of the more regional channels or something the things are all clunky and it doesn't load or, or you know it's just it doesn't look right but I, I, I don't know i guess i'm waxing too poetically on espn plus but i, I absolutely fucking love it for soccer there's so much soccer I was watching Yale versus somebody else again, women's soccer. Yale beat the shit out of that team. Yale fucked them up. Um but it's it's the shit. And and again, you can watch some of the the again USL championship. The Quakes have uh some I think three players there or something. You always getting playing time. You could, you could watch them play. I'm all trying to think of the name now. It's trying to throw me off But fuck that. It's cool. It's really competitive, high level soccer. It involves the San Jose earthquakes and, and they're good. Again, Reno 1868 is in third place currently in the Western conference of the USL championship. There's like three or four matches left before the, the playoffs start here. And, uh, yeah, Reno's positioning them, like, dude. They're only this is like their third season. They're like their third season, and they went to like the Western Conference Finals or semifinals or something. Their very first year, I guess. Last year was maybe a down year, but they're back. Third in the West, third in the West, and dude, and this is, I don't know how how, how much higher they're gonna go because there's a the team in first place right now is called Phoenix Rising. And this t- they have won eighteen games in a row, dude. Eighteen—that's I- not like, not like, eighteen games without a, a, lo- a loss. Uh, they've won eighteen games in a fucking row, and that shit is crazy. Um, I've been trying to catch them on there. I thought I- at first I thought it was uh, New Mexico, and I saw uh, New Mexico. It was New Mexico versus Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City has a pretty nice stadium. It's, like, it's also, I looked it up. It's the high school football stadium as well. It's cool. It's got like, I can see the background. It got like brick entrance and all that. It looks fucking cool. Um, But yeah, dude, I, I love it. I, I love it. You For, you know, five bucks a month, you can watch so much fucking soccer, a bunch of other stuff on there as well. Watching tennis at one point, I was like, what the fuck? And these people are athletic. Um,
1: but anyway, I got to go take some NyQuil and pass the fuck out.
0: And yeah, but th- thanks again for listening. This football without hesitation available wherever the hell you listen to podcasts. Wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, we're there. Please subscribe. Episodes will come in every time whenever, you know, whenever there's a new episode, come right to your phone. And you can also follow me uh, at Centerline Soccer. Again, I'm the content editor at Centerline Soccer. That's where I, I do my writing when I talk about, oh, do I write about this? Because I also write uh, again at centerlinesoccer.com. You could read all my stuff. I do uh, weekly breakdowns of all, of all the Quakes opponents. Uh, yeah, anyway, go read my stuff, man. Go read my stuff. Critique it. I don't care. Be nice. though. I always say that. Uh, my psyche is weak Anyway, thanks everybody
1: for listening Catch y'all next time Peace